0: This is your radio station, Lake of the Ozarks, 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri, The Key.
1: Stacey Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Tuesday, February 15th. An Iberia man is facing four felony charges after authorities say he had a sexual relationship with two young teenage girls. It started on Snapchat, authorities say, where 22-year-old Lucas Elliott exchanged nude photos with the girls. He met up with one of them, and the relationship became physical, according to court documents. She told investigators that Elliott threatened to kill himself or someone else if she ended their relationship. He's now facing four felony charges and is being held in Miller County jail on a $200,000 bond. A Barnett man was killed on Saturday in a crash on Seals Road. 34-year-old Ryan Zimmerman was driving a John Deere farm tractor when the vehicle traveled off the right side of the roadway and overturned. Zimmerman was pronounced dead on the scene and transported to Kidwell Garber Funeral Home in Versailles. This weekend, the 2022 Lake of the Ozarks Mardi Gras Pub Crawl will be bringing the party for four days of fun. The Lake Pub Crawl is a hugely popular event at the lake, and it's worth braving the February. Cold. The party starts on Friday, February 18th and ends on the 21st. For more information, it is available at lakepubcraw.com. This has been your Lake Expo news cut. All this news and more at LakeExpo.com. Lake News, events, boating, and the lake life. LakeExpo.com.
0: Portions of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from LakeExpo.com lakeexpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents second homeowners visitors and the boating community to the lake of the ozarks lake expo features real estate and boats for sale upcoming events at the lake and their exclusive boating club x toe download the free lake expo app on the app store and google play lakeexpo.com the lake's trusted news source
2: Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Tuesday. We've got a lot of hoops on the way tonight, both high school and college basketball. In the high school ranks tonight, Versailles at home to Boonville. You can see that game live on Lake TV. Again, Versailles home to Boonville. Versailles having a really good season. Osage busy at home tonight as well. They will take on a good Hallsville team. Camdenton at home tonight as well against Parkview tonight. California coach and athletic director Bobby Sankster featured on this week's Lake TV High School Basketball Coaches Show. You can see that every day at 10, 2, and 6. College hoops tonight. Both Mizzou and MSU are busy. The Tigers at 10 and 14, home to 19 and 6, Arkansas. Tigers looking for an upset win there. At 18 and 8, the MSU Bears at home against 11 and 14, Indiana State. The uh, Bears fighting for first place in that Valley Conference. They're a half game behind Loyola Chicago for first place, currently tied with Northern Illinois. Also action on the ice tonight, St. Louis Blues on the road in Ottawa as they open a Canadian road trip up there. Super Bowl in the books, of course. The Rams with that late touchdown to pull out a slim win over Cincinnati. The Rams have now won two Super Bowls, one in St. Louis, one in L.A. The Bengals seem to be Super Bowl bit, losing close games They lost. their first two Super Bowls to the 49ers all of those losses in single digits Tough times for Bengal fans. Caesar Sportsbook has KC listed as a 13-2 favorite to win the Super Bowl next year already, believe it or not. Hey, KB's on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7, 5, and 11. Lake TV brings you five local lake area shows. And never forget to catch Uncle Chris at the top of the hour. Lake TV can be seen on Como Channel 90, free on Roku, and streaming live 24-7 at mylakeTV.com, i'm chris schneider with your key radio lake tv sports update for this tuesday portions of our
0: programming on key radio made possible thanks to lake tv lake tv
2: is your hometown local tv station featuring cup of coffee with will and chris what's burning with kb live high school sports real estate dining boating and of course the annual lake of the ozark shootout lake tv on como connect channel 90 roku youtube facebook and instagram and of course online at mylake if it's happening at the lake it's happening on lake tv Join
0: 89.3 The Key for the BS Nation, featuring Matt Burns and Ike Skelton. Bring in people who are influential in the community and focus mostly on state or local, and that's really what, that's what we wanted to do. Ike and Matt will address local and state issues and how they affect the lake area. It's up to the listener to take it in how they want to take it in. It's the BS Nation, Mondays and Saturdays at 10 a.m., 6 p.m., and 2 a.m. on 89.3 The Key. Positive programming provided by you on the Lakes Community Radio Station, 89.3, The Key. And good morning. It is 8.07. Thank you so much for joining us on a a beautiful, beautiful Tuesday morning, this 15th day of February 2022, 66 degrees, the expected high, 66 degrees, the expected high today, and a low tonight of around 51. We are 39 degrees, and guess what, folks? We've uh, got some great weather. I uh, ventured out last night, as I uh, sometimes normally do, to uh, to take an opportunity to uh, to do a little grilling last night. I know it was a little on the chilly side, but uh, you just got to take your <laughs> uh, take your uh, cues when you can. You know, Mother Nature gives you; she serves up something nice. You definitely have to uh, take full advantage of it. So I did. And uh, I think they'll probably be a little bit more grilling since we're looking at some nice weather uh, today, tomorrow, before we're uh, back in the uh, back in the bottom of the bucket uh, with more winter weather moving through on Thursday. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. Right now, we uh, definitely want to get to our uh, interview with our guest, Senator Mike Moon, who is joining us this morning on Key Radio. Senator, good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, to join us. We wanted to, and I know we're on, on kind of a limited uh, time frame here this morning, so we'll try to get to, uh, get to the point right away. Um, I see where uh, you have proposed Senate Bill 843, um, which would outlaw gender-affirming hormone replacement therapy and surgical procedures for minors. I'm taking this from uh, an article, uh, the good folks over there at NPR and KCUR, uh, I saw this article, and I, I thought it would be interesting to to bring you on to kind of help um, tell folks uh, a little bit more about why it is that you feel that this is necessary. And I guess the best way to start the, uh, the interview off is to kind of ask you, what was the motivation behind this bill? Was this something that uh, you had heard about uh, or someone had approached you and, and uh, had said, uh, you know, maybe this is something that we need to look into And then uh, you, uh, you proposed your bill uh, again, SB 843.
3: This has been a work in progress for at least a couple of years where you see minor children who, um, first of all, minor children uh, in our brains aren't fully developed until sometimes even in our mid twenties. And uh, oftentimes people say men's brains are never fully developed. (laughs) So so in any case, uh, when, when it when this um, these situations are occurring where children are one day they're a girl, the next day they're a boy, sometimes they're in between, uh, they are confused, and this is tantamount to abuse. And so, Senate Bill 843, uh, I have decided to actually substitute that for what is currently House Bill 2649, mm-hmm. Susie Pollack from. The uh, Lebanon area has filed this bill, and, and this, this bill is called the SAFE Act. Uh, it stands for Save Adolescents from Experimentation. And the intent is to stop child abuse because when you look at this, this is actually an abuse uh, perpetrated um, upon children by sometimes their parents, sometimes by others perhaps. But what it will do is protect them from puberty blockers, and gender reassignment surgery. And uh, it will even go further to protect insurance companies. It will allow them to opt out of covering these types of procedures.
0: So uh, and and then another part of this is that a medical practitioner who prescribes or administers these treatments would have their medical license revoked. Uh, How tough is is something like that uh, as far as making something like that happen? Senator Moon, I, 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 I wonder, though, if there aren't uh, groups and organizations, of course, you're probably getting a lot of uh, blowback from the ACLU and in uh, some uh, maybe other medical organizations. Uh, how tough would it be to have uh, someone lose their license, a, a, a physician?
3: That will likely uh, take some effort uh, because there are uh, steps taken to go for the uh, the medical boards, and so I think it'll, it'll take some effort to get that done, but hopefully it will open the eyes of these practitioners uh, to let them know that, you know, this is serious, and we do mean business, and we hope that they will, I think, twice before uh, undertaking such a, a, a maneuver uh, as gender reassignment.
0: We talk about this from the standpoint of uh, a young mind and how influential young minds are. In in the opportunity to do research for SB843, what did you learn about in terms of how these children were coming to the conclusion that they may not be or they may not feel as though they are the sex, uh, as far as the, the you know a, a, a boy who feels like uh, maybe he's actually a, a girl, or, or, or the other way around, a girl who feels like she's a boy. Where are they getting, uh, Where where is this coming from in terms of uh, who's influencing them? Is it a parent? Is it someone outside of the family? Or do, or do some of these young children really have uh, some sort of inkling that uh, they're not what they're supposed to be? Well,
3: there could be a number of of influences, and you mentioned a couple, and it could be uh, social media, it could be television, lots and lots of different things. Uh, I heard a story the other day, I believe it was uh, uh, intended to be true, uh, it, there was a uh, young individual, I don't remember, boy, girl, whatever, came to one of the parents and said, um, let, let's say it was a girl, he said, I think I'm a boy today, and the parent responded, no, you're not, go do your homework. hmm and then sometime later, the same child came back and said, um, uh, I think I'm a homosexual. Uh, no, you're not, said the parent. Go do your homework. Then on the third occasion, the child came back to the parent and said, I think I'm heterosexual. The parent responded, sure you are. Good. Go, t- go do your homework. <laughs> and so we often, whatever the influence might be, uh, change our minds um, sometimes it's peer pressure, uh, sometimes it's other things, but I believe that we were created and born one thing, you either male or female. Mm-hmm. And, um, if, if we decide we're something else, well, that's on us. And when a, a physician or other practitioner would want to, uh, prescribe and dispense some type of therapy that would change, um, the outward appearance, whether removing body parts or whatever it might be, or adding body parts, uh, that is um, abusive on a minor child. And, and that's what this is, is planning to stop, and hopefully it will. So
0: there have been, <clears throat> excuse me, I think 15 other states uh, plus Missouri that have introduced bills to restrict the access to gender-affirming care for minors uh, this year, 2022. Arkansas actually passed uh, the bill, but I guess uh, it is hung up in channels at, at this particular point. Uh, wh- what do you know about the, the Arkansas bill and uh, how that was successful? What what was the uh, methodology uh, behind talking to folks in, uh, in Arkansas? I don't know if you've had a chance to talk to anybody about uh, how they did things down there.
3: Uh, Representative Robin Lundstrom uh, attended a meeting that uh, was – Conducted in Jefferson City a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I don't have all the details on how they uh, were successful in getting this bill passed, but uh, that is, is in um, large part the model that we're using, the Safe Act, and uh, I think that they were, they were careful in how they uh, presented the bill, mm-hmm. and first of all, it, this is not against any particular. Uh, belief system as far as if if you think as, as an adult if you think that you are not the the gender that you were born of uh, as then that's that's up to you. We're not trying to uh, pigeonhole you and and make you feel shame. But this particular bill is directed at child abuse, and uh, as I understand it, many of the uh, proponents of the Arkansas bill from the outside I'm talking about LGBT and uh, the transgender movements right. they actually saw that this was uh, an abusive act on these kids and they were supportive of the Safe Act in Arkansas and so that tells a lot about uh, what is being done on these children uh, these these children who again they're not fully developed either physically or mentally and uh, often they don't know uh, what the long term effects are uh, one of the uh, uh, the things that was told about some of these kids who are having for example breast removed or uh, male genitalia removed mm-hmm. is that they were likely abused as a as a child and often uh, this was unbeknownst to me often people who are abused want to get rid of that memory mm-hmm. and so these young girls will often have their breasts removed. And of course they think that now because of that, they want to be a male or the, uh, the boys want to have their genitalia removed. And so they're going to become a girl. Mm-hmm. And so if there were a way to knit this child abuse to sexual abuse in the bud, that would probably take care of some of it. Maybe not all of it, but um, these pedophiles, oh, they're the ones who need to be taken care of as well.
0: So let me ask you, at, at what age are we looking at that it would be uh, all right uh, for uh, a person to decide on their own? Would it be 18? Would it be 21? Something uh, something in between?
3: Well, we're talking about minor children in this particular bill, so I think 18 would be right. the, the age. Okay. Uh, and again, still, uh, that may be too young, uh, too, but uh, we have to have a um, – align somewhere and i believe that's what
2: it is well i grew
0: up in st louis and i did not know this and then i was reading this article that they have a, uh, a facility in uh, in kansas city gender pathway services of children's mercy hospital in kansas city and the transgender center of the st louis children's hospital uh and and i was reading uh, into the article and i guess uh, they said the facility in kansas city has received somewhere between 150 to 200 new patients uh, in 2021 which i i don't know maybe i would just in the dark or something here i did not realize that this was the uh, or, or the magnitude of this issue I, I mean i really had no idea growing up and going through school there were kids that uh, maybe exhibited uh habits of wanting to dress like a man or dress like a woman you know being the opposite sex and um, it it was I don't necessarily know that there was a whole lot of it where where I went to school anyway through grade school, junior high, and high school. But what's uh, interesting about this is is the number of of these kids that are coming out now, and and I wonder if they aren't being pushed to some degree. You mentioned child abuse, and you mentioned the fact that they may have been involved in a situation where uh, they were abused, and so they want to remove uh, the breast, or they want to remove the penis, or uh, what have you? But I mean, I, I just uh, I wonder if there's a lot more outside influence on these kids, and it's not always necessarily along the lines of abuse. If it isn't uh, someone in the family who's pushing the child to, uh, uh, to change sexes or change you know uh, genders and, and and try to uh, exhibit uh, that of a male or a female, it it, uh, it it's a little mind boggling, I think, and, and, and really getting down into the psychology of the whole uh, situation, I, I guess that might give us a better explanation as to uh, why a child would want to uh, switch sexes.
3: The the bill, similar to Senate Bill 843, did receive a hearing last year, and we had uh, opposition witnesses uh, appear with their children, and of course the children were dressed uh, in ways that you could tell they weren't uh dressed the way that uh the the gender they were born as would have dressed and their parents were uh coddling over them and uh telling them that they're they were so proud of their children and uh, they respected their child's decision and so it was it seemed evident to me that it was likely the the parent who was fostering the idea Mm
4: -hmm.
3: and maybe they didn't come up with it but they were Uh, wanting their children to do whatever they wanted to do. And, you know, I I guess I kind of understand that to a degree. You want your children uh, to be loved. Yet from the outside looking in, you could tell something was wrong. And uh, I I don't know all the influences. We didn't hear uh, verbatim every little detail. Mm -hmm. But uh, it it was apparent that uh, these kids were confused. And uh, it, it's just, it, it's a, a sad thing to see that uh, this is being fostered. And you just mentioned uh, Mercy Hospital in Kansas City. I didn't realize they had a department like that uh, and 150 to 200 new patients uh-huh. uh, in a relatively short time. Right. That's concerning.
0: It's concerning, but here's the thing. um uh, you know, the I, I wonder if the argument could be made and since we're in the age of COVID and everybody, you know, we're, we're seeing uh, school districts uh, imposing mask mandates and parents saying, "No, no, 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 it's my child. I make the decision for my child if I want my child to wear a mask or not wear a mask." And I wonder if the same argument could be made uh, on SB, you know, eight four three, that you know, it's my child. If my child, you know, wants to do this or I want this for my child then it should be okay how would you uh, how would you counter something like that
3: well i would agree that parents do have a responsibility to care for their children and i think one of those caring attitudes is protecting children and we have in law for example uh, up to a certain age and height and weight when you're transporting a child in the car they have to be in a, an approved car seat right we don't allow legally uh, parents to give children cigarettes or alcohol or illegal drugs, for example. And so uh, when we're talking about life altering, uh, potentially uh, harming uh, the kid's health, like, you know, potentially sterility, irreversible surgeries, uh, these things are not just physically harmful, but they're uh, mentally harmful as well. And so, yeah, I think the argument that you spoke of could be made, mm-hmm. but there's also a counter-argument that there, there is a fine line there. Right. And so that's what we're trying to identify.
0: Senator Mike Moon is our guest. He is, uh, of course, the uh, senator who has proposed Senate Bill 843. I know we've got just a couple of minutes left with you. Um, there are a couple of other bills that... Uh, in the legislative session right now that impact, it says, transgender people. Senate Bill 781 would prohibit women of transgender experience from competing on a women's athletic team, and House Bill 2086 would prohibit changing the sex marker on a birth certificate. Now we, as far as Senate Bill 781, uh, we just had a discussion uh, with another gentleman about that yesterday, about uh, women of transgender uh, prohibiting them from competing on women's athletic teams and he said essentially uh one of the easiest ways to combat the problem is if the women uh step up and say you know what we're going to boycott this event or we're going to uh uh, refuse to participate if uh they allow uh women of transgender uh to to try to you know get involved in in women's athletics I, i and and i don't know uh where you're at on this but i think there are a lot of people that feel as though this is wrong i mean maybe men should compete with men women should compete with women and if transgender uh, folks want to compete well then they can kind of have a a transgender category that they can compete in Mm
3: -hmm. I, i think you're right I believe that there are opportunities for them to compete if if they want to. They could, you know, we have co-ed sports. They've had those as long as I can remember, sure. And that's where you have both men and women competing against each other. But it, I, I was a fair athlete when I was a kid, and I would hate to think that. Uh, well, maybe I should. Maybe maybe I could uh, call myself a woman today, and maybe I could win another trophy or two.
4: Right. But uh,
3: that's that's not right, and and I think that that most people understand that. So you have to, I think, any reasonable person would, I think, surmise that there's probably something going on in that um, that brain of that person who believes that, first, they're a man, I think, was it Leah Thomas? I'm, yeah. I'm not sure if that's the last yes, name, the right. mm-hmm. swimmer, uh, apparently still has male genitalia walking around nude in the, the women's locker room. Someone's not right about that. And then he's... He is, i'm calling him a he because he is a he even though he calls himself leah uh, is muscular and far advantaged uh, in in the swimming competitions and winning and setting records wait a minute he's not setting women's records he's setting a man's record you know in a group of women swimmers so we're kidding ourselves especially when the media tries to forward this stuff to say that oh yes uh, this is this is great new woman's record shattered Mm -hmm. Um, or old record shattered so i I think you're right in that uh if these women would say you know what we've trained all our lives to uh compete whether whether it's swimming or weightlifting or whatever it might be and now we have this man come along and say he's one of us or he's not let's just drop out that would be great so well, and, and it might be an easy fix
0: if you could get the uh, the various uh, uh, bodies like the NCAA and some of the others to uh, stand up and say, "Hey, listen, uh, you know, we're not going to accept this." Or do you put an asterisk by that uh, person's name when they break a record and uh, make sure to uh, mention the fact that they are transgender? And will that change things? Of course, it will, because then they'll feel like they're being uh, uh, pointed out, or uh, you know. I I don't think any direction you go is going to satisfy folks other than to say, you know, just kind of compete uh, in your own category. Real quick before we let you go, anything else that we need to be following in the Missouri legislature as far as this legislative session?
3: Well, currently we're um, at odds with each other on the redistricting bill, and that will will draw the new congressional district lines. And I, I think there's a fix. I think that I would like to see What's called a six-one-one map. We have six Republicans currently in safe seats, one Democrat seat in the first district, which, because of the Voters' Voter Rights Act, uh, we can't gerrymander that one. But the fifth district, which includes Kansas City, Jackson County, uh, could be changed so that it could be more competitive and perhaps won by a Republican. But here's one thing to remember about that: I've often said, at least lately. If we had eight Republicans from the congressional district or congressional uh, representation, delegation in Missouri, would that really change anything?
0: Hmm. Interesting. And it
3: probably wouldn't. And the reason is, I believe, is because many of us are running under the Republican banner, but we're not really Republicans. So, listeners, I encourage you to take a look at those candidates who are calling ourselves Republicans. uh, Ask them questions. Uh, If you decide to elect them, pay attention. And when they misstep and pass things like a gas tax or the uh, prescription drug monitoring program, then maybe they're not so Republican after all. And you need to do your best to work against them to make sure they're not elected again.
0: Yeah, PDMP reminds me of uh, what my mom used to say to me. You know, if uh, all your buddies jumped off a bridge, would you uh, do the same thing? You know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> a, yeah, right a, a true shame that uh that finally got pushed through senator mike moon appreciate your time sir thank you very much we'd love to have you back on the program uh if there's ever any uh opportunity to uh, come back on you can contact uh uh myself or uh, reach out to ike skelton and we'll get you right back on, uh, here on uh, on key radio thank you for your time this morning sir
3: well we'll do you're welcome that
0: is uh senator mike moon And, of course, uh, it's SB 43843, not 43, 8843, if you'd like to check it out and read into it a little bit more and find out what it's all about. And we thank the uh, senator for his time this morning on Key Radio.
1: Stacey Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Tuesday, February 15th. An Iberia man is facing four felony charges after authorities say he had a sexual relationship with two young teenage girls. It started on Snapchat, authorities say, where 22-year-old Lucas Elliott exchanged nude photos with the girls. He met up with one of them, and the relationship became physical, according to court documents. She told investigators that Elliott threatened to kill himself or someone else if she ended their relationship. He's now facing four felony charges and is being held in Miller County Jail on a $200,000 bond. A Barnett man was killed on Saturday in a crash on Seals Road. 34-year-old Ryan Zimmerman was driving a John Deere farm tractor when the vehicle traveled off the right side of the roadway and overturned. Zimmerman was pronounced dead on the scene and transported to Kidwell Garber Funeral Home in Versailles. This weekend, the 2022 Lake of the Ozarks Mardi Gras Pub Crawl will be bringing the party for four days of fun. The Lake Pub Crawl is a hugely popular event at the lake and it's worth braving the February cold. The party starts on Friday, February 18th and ends on the 21st. For more information, it is available at Lake lakepubcrawl.com. Com. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at LakeExpo.com. Lake News, Events, Boating, and the Lake Life, LakeExpo.com.
0: Programming on Key Radio made possible in part by Skelton Key and Lock. When you're locked out of your home, car, or business, every second counts. You need to be sure that the company you choose will answer the call and get to you as quickly as possible. Skelton Key & Lock offers reliable service, reasonable rates, and they're recommended by everyone. They can cut and program new keys and fobs. They can install new locks on your home, business, or rental property. If you can stick a key in it, chances are it can be serviced by Skelton Key & Lock serving the entire lake area.
2: Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Tuesday. We've got a lot of hoops on the way tonight, both high school and college basketball. In the high school ranks tonight, Versailles at home to Boonville. You can see that game live on Lake TV. Again, Versailles home to Boonville. Versailles having a really good season. Osage busy at home tonight as well. They will take on a good Hallsville team. Camdenton at home tonight as well against Parkview tonight. California coach and athletic director Bobby Sankster, featured on this week's Lake TV High School Basketball Coaches Show. You can see that every day at 10, 2, and 6. College hoops tonight. Both Mizzou and MSU are busy. The Tigers at 10 and 14, home to 19 and 6, Arkansas. Tigers looking for an upset win there. At 18 and 8, the MSU Bears at home against 11 and 14 Indiana State. The uh, Bears fighting for first place in that Valley Conference. They're a half game behind Loyola Chicago for first place, currently tied with Northern Illinois. Also action on the ice tonight, St. Louis Blues on the road in Ottawa as they open a Canadian road trip up there. Super Bowl in the books, of course, the Rams with that late touchdown to pull out a slim win over Cincinnati. The Rams have now won Two Super Bowls, one in St. Louis, one in L.A. The Bengals seem to be Super Bowl bit, losing close games. They lost their first two Super Bowls to the 49ers, all of those losses in single digits. Tough times for Bengal fans. Caesar Sportsbook has KC listed as a 13-2 favorite to win the Super Bowl next year already, believe it or not. Hey, KB's on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7, 5, and 11. Lake TV brings you five local lake area shows. And never forget to catch Uncle Chris at the top of the hour. Lake TV can be seen on Como Channel 90, free on Roku and streaming live 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Tuesday.
0: Our underwriters are who makes the programming possible on Key Radio, and thank you to Victoria Station. Misty Atkinson talks about the history of Victoria Station and how you might have to just use your nose with some of the unique products they offer at Victoria Station.
5: Victoria Station has been around for 37 years now. We're a family-owned business. We've been in our location for 27. We're veteran-owned, family-run. We carry lots of different product categories from greeting cards to home fragrances, uh, lamps, potpourri. There are certain products that you have to smell. Those home fragrance things, the candles, the potpourri lines, the fragrance oils that, yeah, you need to smell it to see if that's what you want your own home to smell like. We're still located at 5465 Osage Beach Parkway, just off the Case Road exit, and the best way to find us online is on Facebook at Victoria Station. We are open daily 930 to 530.
6: It's time to meet the candidates one-on-one at Key Gathering Place in Camdenton, Wednesday, February 16, 8 to 9 AM. Visit with Missouri Senate candidate Scott Rydell camden county presiding commission candidate ike skelton and camdenton school board candidates matt burns and john stewart talk over a great cup of coffee by firefly valley farms that's 8 to 9 a.m february 16 at the key 1163 south business route 5 camdenton
0: positive programming provided by you on the lakes community radio station 89.3 the key Hey, it's 836. Welcome back. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, join us. Great interview there with Senator Mike Moon. And again, SB 843 is what you want to check out uh, and give it a look-see and uh, maybe give us a call this morning at some point and share your thoughts. We've got Professor Jim Paisley on the way in hour number two. We're going to be uh, talking about the Convention of States, which is um, something that's back in the news again. I believe Nebraska uh, jumping on board to be a part of the uh, Convention of States movement. Also coming up here uh, shortly, Jenny Mueller, who uh, at one point, I believe, was the mayor of Lynn Creek. She is a local realtor, and uh, we're going to be speaking with her about a fundraiser that's coming up. 39 degrees in a mostly clear sky. Beautiful day. Beautiful, beautiful day. Uh, red flag warning if you're uh, wanting to get out, you've got uh, the warmer weather, and you want to burn, burn, burn. Well, a lot of this is to our west where the uh, winds are going to be coming at us out of the south, but at a pretty good clip, 10 to 20 miles per hour. So they're encouraging folks around the area to refrain from burning. Uh, I know there have been some brush fires down to the southwest here in the state of Missouri. But all in all, if you can uh, hold on and wait and do a little burning later on, they would appreciate that when the conditions are a little bit better. 66, the expected high today, a low tonight of around 51. As I said, 39 with a mostly clear sky. Uh, 66 for the expected high tomorrow, we'll start to see some rain move in, mainly it looks like uh, tomorrow night. And then the bottom's going to drop out of the temperature, 33 for the low, only a high of 37 on Thursday, which is going to make it a little interesting, a wintry mix to snow with an overnight low of 10 above. Uh, They were talking earlier somewhere in the neighborhood of about maybe one to three inches of snow and ice on Thursday. Uh, right now, they've kind of backed down from that just a bit, uh, watching a potential winter storm, a mix of wintry precipitation possible on Thursday morning and periods of snow expected in the afternoon. Uh, morning high uh, of around 37, that's where it's, it's going to be in the morning, and then it's going to steadily drop throughout the course of the day. Winds changing uh, direction coming at us out of the north at about 10 to 20 miles per hour. Now there is a 100% chance that we will see some precipitation of some kind, whether it's ice, whether it's snow, it's going to happen, folks, I guarantee, and uh, then we'll just have to kind of figure out where we are after that because we'll make our way into the mid-40s on Friday with a low of 29.50 on Saturday, 64 now the expected high on Sunday, waiting for that uh, Daytona 500, I don't know about you. But I am certainly excited that uh, NASCAR is getting ready to uh, start burning up the track yet again. They're going to be racing, or did they already do that? I I, I might have missed it. Uh, They were going to be racing at the L.A. Coliseum, which I I saw some of the things going on. Uh, Maybe they already did that, but I'd heard they were going to be racing at the Coliseum, which uh, that's a a really small racetrack. So obviously I think they would have to race in stages. Lake level out at Bagnell Dam is 657.47, river level at 551.54, and uh, 39 degrees with a mostly clear sky. Today, by the way, some things to celebrate if you're interested. If you're interested, Anoy Squidward Day, of course, Squidward from the uh, SpongeBob SquarePants uh, cartoon. Today is Lantern Festival. Get into the festive mood with us as we celebrate the colorful, wonderful Lantern Festival. Well, they're asking you not to burn. So you might want to hold off on that one. There, National Gumdrop Day, National I Want Butterscotch Day, National Wisconsin Day, also Singles Awareness Day. Hallmark may not agree, but celebrate your independence, uh, Moxie, and unique style today. I had a good buddy that I grew up with. We went to high school together, and he always uh, seemed to be free of any commitments from around Thanksgiving until about St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> And he drove a really nice car, so what does that say about that thought process? St. Skeletor's Day. The antithesis of Valentine's Day is here, and it's time for the singles to not mingle, right? Susan B. Anthony Day. It is also World Hippo Day, and today is Tourism Day. I think something that we can all enjoy here at the Lake of the Ozarks. Pack your virtual bags and travel to Taiwan with us this Tourism Day, or... Uh, You know, if you're outside the area listening, travel to the Lake of the Ozarks. There's a lot of great websites where you can go, and people have cameras set up, and you can see all kinds of wonderful things going on here at the beautiful Lake of the Ozarks. Waiting for our phone call from uh, Jenny Mueller. As I said, uh, she's got a fundraiser that uh, she would like to uh, talk more about us uh, or or talk uh, talk with us about this particular instance. As you can tell, I'm trying to multitask here, and it's, uh, it's not working out very well. We'll see just exactly where this is all going to end up when <laughs> before it's all said and done. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. It certainly is. 842. Let's see here. Uh, I'm trying to, like I said, I'm trying to multitask, and it never works out very well. Uh, I will also mention that uh, you might have heard the uh, might have heard the ad for uh, coffee with the candidates and candidates and coffee tomorrow. That is going on from eight until nine. Uh, going on from eight until nine at the key gathering place. So um, you can stop by and meet some of the candidates that are uh, running for, uh, well, Senate, uh, Presiding Commissioner, and Camdenton School Board. They'll have some great coffee from our friends at Firefly Valley Farms. You know those uh, folks that were helping us out there when we were over at the Key Gathering Place, uh, bringing in all that great coffee. Certainly a good opportunity to, uh, to get that taken care of. And uh, we, uh, we look forward to that event tomorrow. As I said, you can head over to the Key Gathering Place on South Business 5 and stop in and see what is, uh, what's shaking with uh, some of these candidates while you enjoy some delicious coffee. I did mention this uh, earlier, and this is because, as I said, Professor Paisley is going to be in here. And he is uh, excited about having the opportunity to talk to us more about the Convention of States. And one of the things I was talking about was uh, Nebraska becoming the 17th state to call for Article 5 Convention of States. And that's something that we'll discuss, but just to kind of let the cat out of the bag here a little bit, the Nebraska legislature passed a resolution on Friday, January 28th of 2022, calling for an Article Five Convention of States making it the seventeenth state to do so. So maybe now things are getting on board. I remember when we had this discussion, we had this discussion a while back, and it included, of course, uh, Professor Paisley, but also Dr. Marvin Schultes. And uh, Dr. Schultes was he was a little bit more along the lines of being cautious about a convention of states and watch what you wish for so we'll find out more coming up in the nine o'clock hour about nine ten following local news and sports at the top of the hour jenny Mueller joining us this morning and uh, we were, i was just sitting here good morning to you by the way thanks for tuning in good morning
7: good morning kevin
0: uh i was just sitting here and you used to be the mayor of lynn creek at one point weren't you
7: I sure was, and I enjoyed every minute of it.
0: did you now? yeah, I, I think we might have talked uh, at one point when you were the mayor of Lynn Creek, uh, but you are a local realtor, and uh, you reached out to me and and I first and foremost want to say thank you so much for taking the opportunity to reach out to me. Uh, we want to talk about uh, a benefit fundraiser uh, that you are organizing to help out some people in our community, so I will uh, kind of step aside here and and, and let you uh, let you talk it up and tell the listeners all about it. <laughs>
7: Thank you. Thank you very much, KB. I um, I am really very interested in trying to help these people. They were my next-door neighbors in Lynn Creek. Their house caught fire and burnt to the ground. They were able to get out with their two kids and, and themselves and nothing else. They even lost the car keys to their cars because it was all inside the house. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they've lost everything. We've been trying to organize and get some money going for these people. I'm going to try to do a a fundraiser at the Pavilion in Lynn Creek this coming Saturday. And so we'll probably have hot dogs, we're going to have hamburgers, and we're going to hope that people come by and donate. That'll start around 11 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And we are looking for anything they can help us with, whether it be labor, um, a great company uh, that that does the landscaping from my house next door to the to the Volmers. It's Volmers, Kathy and Ben Volmer. Mm-hmm. And um, the landscapers came and brought heavy equipment, cleared off as much as they could of, of the, the ruins, and a dumpster was brought, and it was filled almost immediately. So we're trying now to raise some money for a couple more dumpsters so we can get that mess cleaned up up there on the hill. And these people need help, and that's the only thing I'm asking for. I'm nothing... Anything that anybody can do would be absolutely wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. So any help that you can do for us, either come come down to uh, Lynn Creek this Saturday at the Pavilion if you want to donate. Um, I'm going to try to set up also a donation at a, a local bank right nearby, so hopefully people will go in and donate there as well. And at that time, I'll probably call you back, Kevin, and uh, announce that, which bank it's going to be at.
0: Well, I would uh, definitely ask you to please do that. After being in a house fire back in 2012, we lost everything we had, and we know exactly, my wife and I and my son, we know exactly what it is like to go through a house fire and to lose uh, any number of things. Fire doesn't discriminate. It just goes after everything. And uh, uh, if the fire doesn't get it, then uh, sometimes if the fire department shows up and the smoke and water damage uh, will also... Uh, be a huge issue so i can uh, relate directly to what these folks are going through and the importance of uh, of attending the event this weekend at the pavilion at the park and lynn creek starts at 11 o'clock and 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 you know just to develop some lines of communication because it was it was i was just blown away by the community and the support that we received uh, you know, people organized a benefit for our family. Chris uh, and Leanne Schultz, I remember, they organized a benefit for our family uh, golf outing, and it was well attended. And you know, it, it really helped our family out. And when you think about it, every nickel, every dime, anything that you can get your hands on, at this particular point. But our community has all always been well known. And, uh, you know, we boast about it a little bit for stepping up and helping out in certain situations. And, and this is definitely one of the times when you could use uh, all the help that you could possibly get. So uh, whatever you need on this end, Jenny, yes. all you have to do is uh, is just say the word, and we'll make sure to, to get you on here to talk more about it.
7: And I thank you so much. And the next-door neighbor who, who bought my house, mm-hmm. that was my house next door to the Walmart's, um, she went door, her and Myrene Lackey this was Karen Lynn Keene, and she went door-to-door, knocking and asking for help. And one young man in a corner house down there, Brent Williams, threw on his coat, went up there and started digging through that and filling up that dumpster. And we got several hands to help at that point, but it was all because of reading, and and Karen that live in town there. And the community, community came together to help, and it was wonderful. But it was so cold that it was freezing out there we actually had a fire going and cooking hot dogs for the people that were helping hot dogs and hamburgers had soda water etc so anyway what i wanted to say is any help that we can get from anybody whether it be hands-on labor or if it could be a donation mm-hmm. uh, anything anything it doesn't matter it will help and i thank you for allowing me to come on and to talk to you this morning
0: anytime anytime at all and you don't even need to let me know if you if you hear something or you know something and you want to get the word out you've got the number uh, the radio station number, so you can just pick up the phone and call time. Let me ask you before I let you go. is there a contact number, uh, kind of a centralized location where somebody is fielding calls if somebody wants to uh, donate time if somebody wants to make a monetary donation uh, is there a website and you, yeah. you, you said that they uh, that you're planning on going and establishing a fund at a local bank and and we're, we'll obviously pass that information yeah. along, but mm-hmm. uh, any contact info would be greatly appreciated at this point, Jenny.
7: Absolutely, um, they can call me Jenny Mueller at 573-434-6249, or they can call Karen Keene, and let me get you that number. Hold on here, just a second. All don't right. go away. <laughs> no, not at all. I am. Pulling, I'm pulling, Don't go away. I'm going to pull it up right now.
0: That's that's not a problem.
7: Well, I guess. Well, you know what? I for some reason lost my mind. Can't pull up my contacts, but. That's okay to use that number, 573-434-6249. I appreciate any help that anyone can give us.
0: Not a problem at all. And like I said, keep us posted as the uh, uh, as the events continue to develop uh, for these folks. Saturday, the pavilion at the uh, uh, the park in Lynn Creek starting about 11 o'clock. They're inviting folks to come by, hamburgers, hot dogs. They're going to have a fundraiser. Anyone who might be able to help. Uh, they would greatly appreciate help, any help that they could get, whether it be monetary donations, whether it be actual physical labor. Uh, if there's clothes or uh, things that you want to donate uh, to the family, uh, I'm sure that they would appreciate that as well. Five seven three four three four six two four nine four three four sixty two forty nine. That is Jenny's uh, direct number, and so um, we'll keep our eyes and ears open and put the word out to the community. And as things uh, begin to uh, take off Uh, jenny just call us anytime and let us know what's going on
7: thank you kevin i appreciate you allowing us on the air to help these people and i know our community will come together
0: anytime at all thank you for the opportunity we appreciate the phone call this morning and uh, as i said after going through a house fire after losing everything we owned in a house fire uh it's, it's kind of weird because then you you start looking around for something you know you you want a, a particular hat, or a, I had some nice jerseys, uh, sports jerseys, and it's like, oh, I lost that in fire. It, and then it, it, and then there's always certain things that make you really paranoid when you think about it. And I mentioned one of those things earlier, and it was the fact that we aren't necessarily under it, but I think our local fire protections would protection districts would appreciate it, considering the fact that we're going to have south winds today at about 10 to 20 miles per hour. Is is don't burn, you know. Don't. I know. I just. I got this small pile of leaves. I want to burn. It'll be over. I'll be done with it in five minutes. Well, in five minutes, uh, some embers or whatever can get away, land on your house, land on someone else's home, which is normally how it goes. And then uh, you're like, oh well, I didn't mean to do that, and, and and of course you didn't mean to do it. Everybody understands and realizes that. But the point being, is that a lot of times when I see people burning leaves and things. I'm just like, you oh. get that little uneasy feeling because you're not sure where it's going to go, where it's going to end up. And then you see somebody like starting a bonfire out in their yard. Well, number one, you know, it's, it's not supposed to be a regulation bonfire. It's, you know, you just burn the leaves, don't burn any trash or anything along with that stuff. Or, you know, if you've got a burn barrel, maybe that's a different story. But again, the key here is to, uh, is to just take that into consideration. We know that we you know, need to get our leaves burned or whatever we need to do there. <laughs> but if you could just be patient, I think everything uh, will eventually work out for one reason or another. All right, folks, guess what? We are getting close to the top of the hour. And we'll be talking with Professor uh, Jim Paisley. I talked to him a little earlier about the fact that uh, Nebraska has now thrown its hat into the ring. Uh, calling for this uh, Article Five Convention of the States. You remember when we used to have the uh, conversation with uh, yourself and uh, and Professor Paisley, uh, or I'm Schultes. sorry, Schulte's, Doctor Schulte's, and and remember what what Schulte's always used to say: "Watch what you wish for." That's exactly right. Watch what you wish for. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep well it may be happening and and i and, and i guess that's that's very true that's very possible that you know it's kind of a double-edged sword when you think about it
8: it is and we're going to talk about that yeah next.
0: yeah so we'll address that uh, uh did you have fun you were down in florida
8: i was yeah, yeah. you I look nice you.
0: and tan you look all uh, yeah. nice and healthy
8: drove down there 2700 miles round trip I didn't kill the wife. Uh-huh. You know, that's a long time in the car with your spouse. You know, what so is you it? Have, yeah. What's that old joke? You put you put your dog and your wife in the trunk and come back a half an hour and find out who your real friend is. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know that uh, putting my wife in the trunk of the car would be so, uh, very advisable in the first place. You
8: have a hard time getting that woman in there.
0: Uh, she would be kicking and screaming. You got that right. It's not because she can't fit in the trunk. It's because. <laughs> She would beat the crap out of me trying exactly. to get her into the trunk. Exactly. She can throw a punch, man. Oh, yeah, she can really man. throw a punch.
8: My money'd be on her. And yeah, you get, and you have to sleep sometime.
0: That's exactly it. See. <laughs> and I was thinking about that. Um, she's going to go visit her sister tonight, so I get uh, carte blanche in the kitchen. Oh boy! And so out came the catfish nuggets. Yeah. So we're doing the. I, I really wanted to throw something on the uh, the grill uh but i don't necessarily know the grilled catfish no, that just doesn't even sound no. good no deep fried that's much better deep fried yes
8: yeah, you bet
0: and so i'm going to try that tonight it always works out well because it's just me and the cats yeah. and you know it's catfish so they follow me around everywhere i go yeah you'll have somebody to share with that yeah, for sure that's absolutely true <laughs> but uh no i don't think that uh, there would be any point in trying to uh try to put her in the trunk And since we don't have any dogs, I don't know that it would all be the same thing. I would open up if I was able to get her and the three cats in the trunk of the car and then open it up, it it would be, uh, there'd be cats flying out of there and she'd be flying out of there
8: and would not be good.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So I don't even think we want to examine that possibility.
8: Uh, and so you went down to Florida. Did you get to do any fishing while you were down there? No, no, we, we played tourist mainly, you know, um, but, uh. I'll tell you what, it's interesting. Everything down there where we're at, we're in that Cape Coral, Fort Myers area. Right. There, there's one bridge to get to everything, and its traffic is unbelievable. You think the traffic bad here. I mean, we've got it made, folks. And, you know, it's every bit as pretty or prettier here. So it's always always nice to come back to Lake of the Ozarks.
0: Yeah, it's not such a bad place when you think about it. When you venture outside the Lake of the Ozarks and you get away and you see how the other half lives,
8: well, the
0: interesting thing is 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 we've got it uh, pretty well off. We're pretty well off here at the Lake of the Ozarks, I think. You know, and I, that's one of the things when I go on vacation, we'll we'll maybe take a flight, go out to Mexico, something like that, and it's great. You know, you buy <laughs> the ocean and everything, and you get to see all the uh, cool stuff and meet all the cool people and eat a lot of good food. But uh,
8: once you get back, nothing, it's not a bad thing. Nothing better than your own bed,
0: yeah, for sure. That's very yeah. very true. Yeah. Uh, any, uh, anything that really, uh, stood out on your trip this year? Any, anything that well, happened?
8: Like you said, the food was good. Yeah. Um, but technology challenge that I am, uh, we, uh, we learned a lot about, you know, you plug your phone in to get your GPS going. Right. Uh, and it's inevitable. I'm, I'm convinced that that lady that talks to you on that is in a little room and she gets out a beer and goes, watch this. When, <laughs> if she says there's an alternative route, say no, because, uh. I know she was laughing half the time some of the roads she sent us on. Yeah.
0: That's interesting because, and, and I'll have to remember that, because that's a conversation I wanted to have with Bob Lynch from Missouri Department of Transportation. Mm-hmm. They put the expressway in here. Yeah. And how up-to-date is the GPS as far as finding your location? Now, I know sometimes it takes several years to get mm-hmm. everything all synced up. Mm-hmm. But in doing so, uh, we're... Where do you come out? I mean, do you come out where you're supposed to come out? Because I know that uh, the former radio station that I worked at, well, in that particular instance, we—I uh, I typed it in just to see where it would send me, and uh-huh. it sent me about three miles down the road to the west. Yeah,
8: yeah, you know. Well, and and you know, it may be a shorter route, but they don't tell you about uh, the traffic and. Uh, everything else involves stoplights and everything you know all the other stuff you know but we can save you three minutes if she suggested uh, this is this is advice for you folks out there if that woman gets on there and tells you i know a shorter route deny no absolutely not because it's, it's a trap folks it's a trap trust me
0: professor jim paisley coming up we'll talk convention of states in the second hour of the daily show right here on 89.3 keyk osage beach missouri nine o'clock on the Midwest Coast. This is your radio station, Lake of the Ozarks, 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri, The Key.
1: Stacey Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Tuesday, February 15th. An Iberia man is facing four felony charges after authorities say he had a sexual relationship with two young teenage girls. It started on Snapchat, authorities say, where 22-year-old Lucas Elliott exchanged nude photos with the girls. He met up with one of them, and the relationship became physical, according to court documents. She told investigators that Elliott threatened to kill himself or someone else if she ended their relationship. He's now facing four felony charges and is being held in Miller County Jail on a $200,000 bond. A Barnett man was killed on Saturday in a crash on Seals Road. 34-year-old Ryan Zimmerman was driving a John Deere farm tractor when the vehicle traveled off the right side of the roadway and overturned. Zimmerman was pronounced dead on the scene and transported to Kidwell Garber Funeral Home in Versailles. This weekend, the 2022 Lake of the Ozarks Mardi Gras Pub Crawl will be bringing the party for four days of fun. The Lake Pub Crawl is a hugely popular event at the lake and it's worth braving the February Cold. The party starts on Friday, February 18th and ends on the 21st. For more information, it is available at Lakepubcrawl.com. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake News, events, boating, and the lake life, lakexpo.com.
0: Portions of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from LakeExpo.com. LakeExpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Toe. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source.
2: Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV Sports Update for this Tuesday. We've got a lot of hoops on the way tonight, both high school and college basketball. In the high school ranks tonight, Versailles at home to Boonville. You can see that game live on Lake TV. Again, Versailles home to Boonville. Versailles having a really good season. Osage busy at home tonight as well. They will take on a good Hallsville team. Camdenton at home tonight as well against Parkview tonight. California coach and athletic director Bobby Sankster featured on this week's Lake TV High School Basketball Coaches Show. You can see that every day at 10, 2, and 6. College hoops tonight. Both Mizzou and MSU are busy. The Tigers at 10 and 14, home to 19 and 6, Arkansas. Tigers looking for an upset win there. At 18 and 8, the MSU Bears at home against 11 and 14, Indiana State. The uh, Bears fighting for first place in that Valley Conference. They're a half game behind Loyola Chicago for first place, currently tied with Northern Illinois. Also action on the ice tonight, St. Louis Blues on the road in Ottawa as they open a Canadian road trip up there. Super Bowl in the books, of course. The Rams with that late touchdown to pull out a slim win over Cincinnati. The Rams have now won Two Super Bowls, one in St. Louis, one in L.A. The Bengals seem to be Super Bowl bit, losing close games. They lost their first two Super Bowls to the 49ers, all of those losses in single digits. Tough times for Bengal fans. Caesar Sportsbook has KC listed as a 13-2 favorite to win the Super Bowl next year already, believe it or not. Hey, KB's on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7, 5, and 11. Lake TV brings you five local lake area shows. And never forget to catch Uncle Chris at the top of the hour. Lake TV can be seen on Como Channel 90, free on Roku and streaming live 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Tuesday.
0: Portions of our programming on Key Radio made possible thanks to Lake TV. Lake TV is your
2: hometown local TV station featuring Cup of Coffee with Will and Chris, What's Burning with KB, live high school sports, real estate, dining, boating, and of course the annual Lake of the Ozarks shootout lake tv on como connect channel 90 roku youtube facebook and instagram and of course online at mylake if it's happening at the lake it's happening
0: on lake tv Join 89.3 The Key for the BS Nation, featuring Matt Burns and Ike Skelton. Bring in people who are influential in the community and focus mostly on state or local, and that's really what, that's what we wanted to do. Ike and Matt will address local and state issues and how they affect the lake area. It's up to the listener to take it in how they want to take it in. It's the BS Nation, Mondays and Saturdays at 10 a.m., 6 p.m., and 2 a.m. on 89.3 The Key. programming provided by you on the Lakes Community Radio Station 89.3, The Key. Hey, it's 907. Welcome back to our uh, our fun little program we call The Daily Show. It's something we've been doing now for a while. And we hope that you tell your friends and tell your neighbors. We can also use a content provider. So there's a lot of people out there. You know, I, I, I've i noticed over the years that there are plenty of people that love to uh, talk about what's going on at the lake and how they're going to fix it, I would say this is a great opportunity for you to become a content provider and jump on Key Radio. We've got a lot of local folks like the man sitting across from me here, Professor Jim Paisley. He has the True History Professor podcast on Key Radio. Ike Skelton, Matt Burns, uh, Becky Jennings, Bradley Berg. got a lot of local folks and also folks uh, that are in the area, John Williams, who does the Missouri Liberty Report. Um, we've got a gentleman out of uh, Springfield uh, that helps us out as well. We uh, just added a, a new content provider to, uh, to kind of get you uh, in the mindset of what it would be like living off the grid, uh, James Calhoun. We talked to him last week on Key Radio. So if you are interested at all in becoming a content provider, by golly, we'd love to have you on board. It's easy to do. Contact myself. Uh, you can contact Bill Munhausen as well. Find me on Facebook, uh, or you can call me uh, directly, 660 281 1715. Or, of course, you can uh, reach out to me, KBSFREE65 at gmail.com, kbsfree 65 at gmail.com. Feel free to, uh, to contact me anytime. Nine oh nine. we are broadcasting live from the world headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors in this beautiful studio provided to us by uh, Bill and Janice LaCasse. It's One, great. It's a great studio. It's, it is. It's a fun place. It's awesome. 43 degrees in Osage Beach. Uh, how warm is it going to get today? Well, we hope to get up to at least 66 with an overnight low of 51. We'll uh, do that again tomorrow, 66 the high. Not quite as warm for the overnight low tomorrow night. We'll dip down to 33. And then we do look at uh, a wintry mix possible on Thursday. A wintry mix changing over to snow. Again, they were talking the possibility of about 1 to 3 inches of ice and snow. I don't think you're going to get, you know, like an inch or two of ice. Probably about maybe a tenth, two tenths, three tenths. And then that snow comes in, covers it over. You don't see it. Yep. And, and bang, zoom. you're You're sliding along the way there. However, they've taken that out of the forecast as of right now. Uh, It says watching a potential winter storm, a mix of wintry precipitation in the morning, then periods of snow expected in the afternoon. So get out there today, get your bottled milk and your eggs and everything, and uh, by golly, buy up some biscuits because the last time (laughs) we went through this mess, there were no biscuits to, to, to be found. That's not good. No. And so I went out and I got some biscuits and and, and some nice uh, sausage. So we'll probably do maybe biscuits and gravy on on Wednesday for brunch or maybe for dinner. I like I like I like uh, breakfast for supper.
8: Yeah, that that's good every now and again. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So uh, we are at uh, 43 degrees right now in uh, beautiful downtown Osage Beach. What's cooking out at Bagnell Dam? Well, uh, lake level at 657.45. Not much of a change from last hour. And the river level steady at five fifty one point five four. So there you go.
8: We've been lucky this year.
0: Nine eleven is our time. You uh, you better uh, yes, absolutely uh, true, correct one hundred percent. And I was looking all the way ahead to uh, March first. Well, we are going to see some uh, temperatures in the upper thirties, uh, middle of next week, uh, mid to upper forties for the rest of the week, and looks like a start of close to fifty degrees on March first. So. Yay. Yeah. Where, but, you know, you can't, you really can't bank St. on Paddy's that. St. Paddy's Day
8: just around the corner. Hot diggity. Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah. want well, to send a shout-out to uh, all the folks that are listening this morning over at the uh, Camdenton Shed for the Missouri Department of Transportation. Yay. Our MoDOT friends over there that listen and participate on this program. And so uh, we look forward to having Bob Lynch back on Friday. And then as we get down the road a little bit, we start to uh, pull some of the folks in uh, from the Campton Shed to talk about what's going on here locally with the Missouri Department of Transportation. Nine twelve, he is here, he is ready, and we are glad to have him. As a matter of fact, I wanted to make sure that we mentioned the fact that not only will he be in studio with us today here on uh, Key Radio, the Daily Show, he will be on with me tomorrow as we do our filming to kick off a new week of shows At Lake TV. Can't wait. He is a a regular guest on Lake TV as well. Highly sought after, and and I don't know why he keeps coming back
8: and doing this for absolutely nothing. Must be a glutton for punishment. No, I enjoy the heck out of it, and uh, I love it. It's, uh, you know, if you're a teacher for 27 years, this is my way of still getting to teach. I enjoy the heck out of it. And we
0: love every bit of it. So we're going to discuss uh, the convention, Article 5, Convention of States, and interestingly enough uh nebraska has within uh
8: the last couple of weeks decided that uh, that they want to jump on board too right and you know what's so funny about this kb is uh you know this this pops up every now and again and uh what i think's fascinating is that there's actually been you know over 30 states that have jumped on this bandwagon over the years and what we're seeing right now, everybody's complaining about the federal government. I mean, and, and there's so many things they're complaining about. And everybody's like, you know, you hear all the talk shows, you know, well, is it going to lead to a revolution? And what's, you know, is it going to be a total, you know, strike or blackouts or whatever? And it's, it's interesting because this is, is an, uh, an interesting twist on things that our founding fathers gave us. They, they knew ahead of time. They absolutely knew, those people were brilliant, that somewhere down the road, this federal government was going to get out of control. And they wanted to make sure that the people themselves had some way of checking the power of this federal government and its bureaucracy. And what we're seeing now is because of all the issues with crime and immigration and the soccer moms, you know, raising hell at the schools and you name it, now, all of a sudden, states that normally were sitting on the sidelines are jumping forward and saying, what can we do? And so that's exactly what happened here. Uh, on Friday, January the 28th, we saw the Nebraska legislature passed a resolution calling for an Article Five Convention of States. And it made it the 17th state to actually have something passed by their legislature. Now, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people scratch their heads and thought, what is that? Because it's, you know, it's, it, they've never done it before, but it's there. And so now people are saying, well, what is it and, and how does it work? And so I thought that'd be a, an interesting topic for us today because, folks, you're going to see it pop up time and again now. As, as things are going, you know, down this rabbit hole with the federal government, you're going to hear more and more people talking about this. Now, the Nebraska legislature approved this measure by a 32 to 11 vote. Uh, Six senators abstained or were absent. You know, I always love how they do that. You know, oh, yeah, I'm going to take a position. And, oh, well, I, you know, I abstain. Really? You know, that's as good as saying I don't support it. (laughs) Now, (laughs) this thing is uh, basically they want to call a convention, uh, this, this convention of states, and the purpose is it's limited to proposing amendments to the constitution of the US that impose fiscal restraints on the federal government limit the power and jurisdiction of the federal government and limit the terms of office for its officials and for members of congress so they want to they're pretty well saying you know we need to put a leash on these guys and pull them back down to where they need to be mm-hmm. which i think is is pretty fascinating Now, this application also comes with a five-year sunset clause, which notes that the legislature will rescind the measure by 2027 if we can't get enough states together to pull this off. But they're saying, we're in. Our hat's in the ring if you guys decide to do it. Now, under Article 5 of the U.S. Constitution, and I'll just tell you what it says. It says, state legislatures are permitted to call a convention to propose amendments to the nation's founding document, the Constitution, without the approval of Congress. Two-thirds of the states, 34 states, are required for a convention to be called, and then once they get together, it takes three-quarters of the states, 38, to pass any amendment. Now, here's the big thing, folks. Right now, all the amendments to our Constitution have been done by Congress. What this is, our, our founding fathers, all the way back in 1789, said, we need to make sure that if this government gets out of control... Rather than taking up arms and, and overthrowing the, the bunch, we'll turn around and do it legally. And they gave us a legal option to where we can turn around and pass an amendment to the Constitution, the states themselves, without Congress. I mean, and if this group comes together and they pass something, it's done. Mm-hmm. There's nothing Congress It's not like they can appeal it or anything else. If the states come together and say this is what's going to happen, they're done. Pelosi and them just have to sit on their hands and watch it happen. <laughs> so which, to me, I think is, is kind of fun.
0: Well, here's the thing. This is how it's going to work. The only defense for, for Pelosi and Schumer and the likes of these people is to start name-calling. Right. Start labeling people. Oh, absolutely. This is what they really want. This is what they truly want. This is how. And then, of course, the media will get on board. Oh, yeah. And uh, but what people don't understand is when certain things happen when they pass certain bills and these bills become legislation it doesn't affect one group or another it affects everybody across the board and that's the thing that i wish more people would take the time to open their eyes absolutely and realize that this legislation doesn't discriminate it is specific to everyone right and so you know why not take a little time to look into what they want to do here With the convention of states, right, and rather than just taking your cues from Pelosi or Schumer or whomever, do
8: your research, right, and you know, and that's that's the other thing, you know, how many times have you and I sat here and talked about them wanting to uh, to uh, you know do a study of the snail darter or something like that? Right, thinking I sent these people to the federal government to Congress, and this is what they came up with. Exactly, this is what they're working on, you know. Well, in this case, you're talking the states would come together and say, no, here's the stuff we want to talk about and and actually, you know, put it out there and say, you know, if they won't do it, we will. And like I said, I find it fascinating that our founding fathers put this in there. I mean, these are people that, you know, had literally just taken up guns and overthrown a government. Mm -hmm. But what they did is they they said, all right, let's give the states an option just in case this bunch gets out of control. And bear in mind. Uh, this the, the thing that they're doing, uh, uh, our Constitution is written to keep the government in line. It's not written for you and me. Uh, you know, we're fine. It's, it's those clowns <laughs> up there and, you know, here's the guidelines, guys. Here's what, here's what you can and cannot do as a federal government. And so when they drafted this thing up, here's all the things that they allowed them to do, like passing taxes and, you know, declaring war and everything else. But they added this. And they said, "But if you get out of control, the states are going to come in here and they're going to straighten this mess out." And that's exactly what we're looking at now. So I thought it was pretty fascinating that they did it. Now there was a, a state senator who in Nebraska who who uh, basically sponsored this. He introduced the resolution and he he basically said it was very encouraging to see that how many people supported it. Okay. And he said it shows that we respect the Constitution and the intent of the Founding Fathers when it comes to states having equal footing with the federal government. There's key. Because we've lost sight of that. Our generation, really, KB, is, is the one that's just kind of, well, whatever the federal government says, we'll let it go. Right. I mean, you know, which... You know, I mean, you go back in the 1800s and, you know, we fought a civil war over the very issue. And it's, you know, this this sharing of power, this federalism that's gotten us wrapped around the axle. And more and more, we're seeing that the federal government is saying "Eh, we'll share power when when we we deem it necessary to let you have a little. But otherwise, the heck with you. You know, we're going to decide what's best for you, like mask mandates and vaccines. Isn't that a great example? And you can see how well that's working for Canada right now.
0: Well, sure. And then you talk about things like, well... You know, you're not playing the game the way we want you to play it, uh, Missouri, so right. we're going to cut off your uh, federal funding when it comes to highways, education. Absolutely. Really? Yes. Really, that's nice yes. of you. Yes. We, we yes. send you the money, right. and then you decide that we're not worthy of receiving the money yeah. as originally uh, you know, agreed was, upon.
8: And it was our money to begin with. Exactly. I love how that works, you know. <laughs> yeah, so bottom line is, is that Nebraska... Uh, went ahead and and passed this thing. And what I found fascinating is I I did a little research. The week before, on Tuesday, the 25th, Wisconsin passed the same thing. So now, all of a sudden, you've got several states are saying, well, there's an idea. And so it's going to be interesting to see where this goes. Now, what happened here is Nebraska becomes the 17th state to call for this convention of states. And... Basically as you can probably figure, the seventeen states that have passed these things are Republican. Right. You know. Yeah, I mean you could go figure, right? <laughs> now <clears throat> there are eight other states that have have passed resolutions through their house or their Senate and haven't been able to get it all the way through, but they're they're on the on the table as well. Now, here's the big issue, and this you brought this up, KB, is if you open this up, how do you control it? Okay. Because opponents to this have raised concerns about a runaway convention that could lead to all kinds of changes. Because when you open this up, I mean, you're, you're starting from scratch. I mean, you could turn around and literally do away with the idea of having a House and a Senate and a Supreme Court and a president. You could just change the Constitution completely if you wanted to, which is kind of scary when you think about it. Now, some lawmakers... Uh, argued that the convention would widen the nation's political divisions and can ultimately backfire uh, because you'd have, you know, a, a knockdown dragout and some of them just say, well, the heck with you. We'll go our own separate way, all right? Now, c- big questions come up. How do you balance the budget, all right? If you if you pass one of these zero-based budgets, that's what started all this back, you know, when yeah, it... it 20 years ago, they were talking about the, you know, the, the huge deficit that we have. And they said, I have to balance my budget every month. The federal government should have to as well. Well, you know, it's one thing to say you have to do it. It's another thing to say how you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. All right. They also, uh, being Nebraska, uh, Nebraska was concerned, you know, some of the opponents were saying, well, what if they get in there and they decide to change all the all the farm programs? You know, because they could do that. They could come in and say, we're doing away with farm subsidies. Uh-oh. Yeah, you know, or, or turn around and say, everybody has to use an electric tractor. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So it, it gets to be kind of an interesting You know, that's deal. really
0: not as far-fetched as you might think.
8: Oh, I know. I know. I know. It It, it is. It's, it's, it's amazing.
0: I mean, know? look at a state like California where they're limiting the use of people. Uh, As far as leaf blowers and uh, weed whackers with gas-powered engines, things along those
8: lines. Well, you know, it's interesting. You know, we talked about uh, my my trip. I'd gone to a Notre Dame game headed north, and I've never seen so many windmills in my life. They're everywhere. Right. I mean, you know, and that's a whole other show in itself. You talk about a waste of money. But what I found interesting this time is you go south, they're putting in uh, these big solar fields. And I mean not not just a little field. I mean, as far as the eye can see in every direction, are these ding solar panels all over everything. Right. And I'm thinking, alright, but, uh, and then you get passed by a Tesla electric car. But you pass him back up 100 miles down the road when he's <laughs> sitting, <laughs> when he's sitting on the hood, smoking a cigarette, waiting for four hours to charge up and go another 100 for the auto miles. club to come by. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, take a 2700 mile round trip in one of those, you know. I'd still be sitting in a parking lot and in Tupelo, Mississippi, waiting for my car to charge up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, I, we, like I say, we could go a whole nother route there, right? right. Now, here's the deal. Our founding fa- fathers anticipated that the federal government might get out of control and at, at some point, and they gave us this mechanism. Now, again, some legal experts say that unless a constitutional convention, convention is called to deal with a specific issue, It could be a runaway convention. In other words, if you're going to call it, say, the whole purpose of it is to submit an amendment to balance the budget or submit an amendment to do away with uh, vaccine mandates, whatever it might be. But the problem is, like I say, as soon as you open it up and you bring everybody together, now everything's, it's open season on on the entire thing. You know, and you can imagine what the anti-gun people would do with something like this as well. Now, let's assume that we get Congress to call for a convention, and we're uh, deliberating about one item. Maybe that would stick. But how can you be confident that once you open the door to a constitutional convention, even if for one narrow amendment, that it won't become a runaway convention? That's what Steve Hayward, a visiting scholar uh, from the University of Colorado at Boulder uh, was talking about. He's saying, and you know how it is right now, they'll submit a bill, you know, to study this nail darter, and the next thing you know, it's got, you know, $42 billion for, you know, electric widgets or something, you know, for the environment. So that's that's a problem. Now, he went on to say, it seems to me that our Constitution may have problems these days, but I think most conservatives would be very nervous about opening it up to a new convention. Uh, co- the famous columnist, George, George Will, he said that an, outla- that an Article 5 convention focused on writing a narrowly drawn ballage, balanced budget amendment would be a good thing to do. And he said state legislatures could form a cooperative agreement, call for a convention for a one-item agenda of ratifying the balanced budget amendment precisely stipulated how they want to do it. In other words, get them all on the same page. Right. And he notes that calling for a convention, Congress has no discretion. In other words, if they did it, again, and this is what's fascinating about it, if the states get together and do this, Congress is just going to sit there and there's not a damn thing they can do about it. It's a done deal, which I think is pretty cool, you know. I mean, they, you know, all the stuff that goes back and forth, Right. Now, Mark Levin, we all know who he is. He's been out front pushing for this sort of thing. In fact, in fact, he had a book uh, uh, called "The Liberty Amendments," and he proposed eleven different amendments that to try and put in this thing wow. to try and you know get them passed. Uh-huh. You know, to basically. And what I find fascinating about this, and mo- most people haven't haven't been haven't picked this up, when we did our original Constitution, the very same thing was happening. Our our citizens looked at that thing i mean they they drafted it up and they sent it out to the states to ratify it and the people looked at it and said holy cow this is going to be one big powerful government because bear in mind everybody was used to just their their colonies government and they said we can't have this and so you know they turned around and said well we need you guys to sign this and they said well you know we were a very religious state so uh i don't see anything in here about freedom of religion and so james madison's like oh come on go ahead and sign it nope not until you put something in there so then they passed an amendment to that constitution saying okay freedom of religion Hmm. and you go to pennsylvania and they said look you know we made a lot of the guns and i don't see anything in here about us getting to keep our guns right and so they turned around and said well will you sign it if we add it sure so the ten amendments were all the bill of rights were all restrictions on the federal government this is what we're looking at now. Right. It, with a convention of states, it would be very similar. Here's a list of restrictions we want to put on you guys because we had no idea you'd get this crazy dealing with the EPA and and education and everything else. Yeah,
0: talk about crazy, and <laughs> it's it, it's gotten out of hand. And, yeah. and it seems like they are developing new departments and new. Uh, you know, putting people in that aren't elected officials that are making decisions for you and me
8: and everybody right, else. Right, right. I was watching the news the other day, the release, uh, the press with, uh, I forget, Blinken or whoever. And he said, and and we've created a position of chairman of, and he looks around the room and he goes, uh, I'm missing my pages here. I don't know what, it, he didn't even know what it was. He had to stop in the middle of it. And I thought, really, you're creating something <laughs> else. And, you and, know, you know, you're giving a speech to the world. Don't you think you ought to have the pages in front of you?
0: Let's take a moment to uh, get caught up on local information. Stacy Johnson with LakeExpo.com, your trusted news source here at the Lake of the Ozarks. And Chris Schneider with Lake TV. Uncle Chris providing us with sports on Key Radio and The Daily Show. We're back after this with more on the Convention of States with Professor Jim Baker.
1: Stacey Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Tuesday, February 15th. An Iberia man is facing four felony charges after authorities say he had a sexual relationship with two young teenage girls. It started on Snapchat, authorities say, where 22-year-old Lucas Elliott exchanged nude photos with the girls. He met up with one of them, and the relationship became physical, according to court documents. She told investigators that Elliott threatened to kill himself or someone else if she ended their relationship. He's now facing four felony charges and is being held in Miller County Jail on a $200,000 bond. A Barnett man was killed on Saturday in a crash on Seals Road. 34-year-old Ryan Zimmerman was driving a John Deere farm tractor when the vehicle traveled off the right side of the roadway and overturned. Zimmerman was pronounced dead on the scene and transported to Kidwell Garber Funeral Home in Versailles. This weekend, the 2022 Lake of the Ozarks Mardi Gras Pub Crawl will be bringing the party for four days of fun. The Lake Pub Crawl is a hugely popular event at the lake and it's worth braving the February cold. The party starts on Friday, February 18th and ends on the 21st. For more information, it is available at Lake lakepubcrawl.com. Com. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake News, events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com.
0: Programming on Key Radio made possible in part by Skelton Key and Lock. When you're locked out of your home, car, or business, every second counts. You need to be sure that the company you choose will answer the call and get to you as quickly as possible. Skelton Key & Lock offers reliable service, reasonable rates, and they're recommended by everyone. They can cut and program new keys and bobs. They can install new locks on your home, business, or rental property. If you can stick a key in it, chances are it can be serviced by Skelton Key & Lock serving the entire lake area.
2: Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV Sports Update for this Tuesday. We've got a lot of hoops on the way tonight, both high school and college basketball. In the high school ranks tonight, Versailles at home to Boonville. You can see that game live on Lake TV. Again, Versailles home to Boonville. Versailles having a really good season. Osage busy at home tonight as well. They will take on a good Hallsville team. Camdenton at home tonight as well against Parkview tonight. California coach and athletic director Bobby Sankster featured on this week's Lake TV High School Basketball Coaches Show. You can see that every day at 10, 2, and 6. College hoops tonight. Both Mizzou and MSU are busy. The Tigers at 10 and 14. Home to 19 and 6 Arkansas. Tigers looking for an upset win there. At 18 and 8, the MSU Bears at home against 11 and 14 Indiana State. The uh, Bears fighting for first place in that Valley Conference. They're a half game behind Loyola Chicago for first place, currently tied with Northern Illinois. Also action on the ice tonight, St. Louis Blues on the road in Ottawa as they open a Canadian road trip up there. Super Bowl in the books, of course. The Rams with that late touchdown to pull out a slim win over Cincinnati. The Rams have now won two Super Bowls, one in St. Louis, one in L.A. The Bengals seem to be Super Bowl bit Losing close games, they lost their first two Super Bowls to the 49ers, all of those losses in single digits. Tough times for Bengal fans. Caesar Sportsbook has KC listed as a 13-2 favorite to win the Super Bowl next year already, believe it or not. Hey, KB's on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7, 5, and 11. Lake TV brings you five local Lake Area shows. And never forget to catch Uncle Chris at the top of the hour. Lake TV can be seen on Como Channel 90, free on Roku and streaming live 24-7 at mylake tv.com i'm chris schneider with your key radio lake tv sports update for this tuesday
0: our underwriters are who makes the programming possible on key radio and thank you to victoria station misty Atkinson talks about the history of victoria station and how you might have to just use your nose with some of the unique products they offer at victoria station
5: the victoria station has been around for 37 years now we're a family owned business we've been in our location for 27 we're veteran owned family run we carry lots of different product categories from greeting cards to home fragrances uh lamps potpourri there are certain products that you have to smell those home fragrance things the candles the potpourri lines the fragrance oils that yeah you need to smell it to see if that's what you want your own home to smell like we're still located at 5465 osage beach parkway just off the case road exit and the best way to find us online is on facebook at victoria station we are open daily 9 30 to 5 30.
6: it's time to meet the candidates one-on-one at key gathering place in camdenton wednesday february 16 8 to 9 a.m visit with missouri senate candidate scott rydell Camden County Presiding Commission Candidate Ike Skelton and Camdenton School Board Candidates Matt Burns and John Stewart. Talk over a great cup of coffee by Firefly Valley Farms. That's 8 to 9 a.m. February 16 at The Key, 1163 South Business Route 5, Camdenton. Positive
0: programming provided by you on the Lakes Community Radio Station 89.3 The Key. 9.36, 9.36, and we are at 48 degrees. Come on down and, uh, and join us here at the world headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors. This is such a cool studio. It is. I love this studio. 48 yeah. degrees, and we are looking for a high today of about 66 before it is all said and done. Yeah. 66 degrees today. How about a high of 66 tomorrow, and then the bottom drops out. We'll only get up to about 37 for Thursday, maybe some ice and snow uh, Mid-40s on Friday, low 50s on Saturday, and 64 degrees again on Sunday. That's what they're calling for at this point Yay. as we uh, prepare for the Daytona 500. Looking forward to NASCAR. They, and they really don't get that much time off. I mean, they wrap up their their season in like, uh, <clears throat> is it, November? Yeah. And then... Uh, and then they're back at it again. They have their they've got things backwards as everybody thinks. Yeah. They put their Super Bowl first. Right. right. And then race throughout the rest of the year, but I don't think it, you know, and then they they've gotten down to this stage racing, which some people like, some people don't. Yeah. You know, you get uh, a stage win, you can get two stage wins or you know, and and then if you win the third stage, that essentially means you've won the race, but Right. You know, it's it's different how they're doing it now. They're looking at and and, and I think this year, what do we've got? The car of the future that's really? coming in. Yes, going to be electric. Pretty soon, I think it will be. Which will be fun because now, what do you do? Do you do you plug it in? I, I think it would be you know hard to say that you can sit there for an hour. It's it would be like you know like a rain delay in NASCAR that right. it makes you just want to pull your hair out. And so, you know that. Um, uh, you can't really sit there and plug them in. So I would think that you'd have to have the lithium batteries charged up, and that will be part of the pit crew now when they come out to change the tires and, you know, they get the uh, gunk off the front of the grill and they pull one of the uh, uh, one of the pieces off the windshield, you know, to get you the yeah, clean windshield. Right. And then there'll be somebody that has to go in the front of the back of the car and put the lithium battery in there. <laughs> <laughs> and how long? How much time will that add to a right. uh, pit stop? Because those drivers already go nuts when they're in there for oh, yeah. you know thirteen, fourteen seconds. Yeah,
8: yeah, yeah. It'll make it make make it interesting, won't it? Oh, I, I would imagine so. Oh yeah. Oh, Professor
0: yeah. Jim Paisley is here, and we are talking about
8: uh, the convention of states, which we're halfway home. You yes. need thirty
0: four states, and uh, there's seventeen yes. now, right?
8: Right, right. And that's what's kind of interesting too is that you know, like I say, Mark Levin had his had his book. He talked about. Uh, These amendments, and he was just like the rest of them: balanced budget, term limits for Congress and the Supreme Court, uh, ability of states to nullify federal laws with a two-thirds majority. A lot of interesting ideas. Okay, another group, uh, the Citizens for Self-Government Governance, uh, headed by uh, one of the founders of the Tea Party, a guy by the name of Mark Meckler. He uh, came out and said a convention of states needs to be called to ensure that we're able to debate and impose a complete package of restraints on the misuse of power by all branches of the federal government. And again, what I find fascinating is this is exactly what the Bill of Rights was. It was a list of restraints on the federal government. And our founding fathers gave us a, a way to do this. And I think it's great now that we've got these states doing this now. We actually have 29 states so far, of which Missouri is one of them, that support a convention of states. 29 of them have said, yeah, we, we would do it. All right. The 17 are the ones that actually have a, a, a resolution that's been passed. Right. But, you know, and Missouri is one of them. Uh, although 32 states had initially passed resolution calling for a constitutional convention, they've since expired. Like I say, it's been going on for like 20 years. But you had 32 of them. That we're willing to do it so if if they can get enough initiative behind this again it won't be very long and you can get enough together to, to make it pass okay now understand that most of the states joining the movement way back when uh pushing for the balanced budget amendment that initiative you know kind of died on the vine because they never got it done and though their resolutions expired so they're out there folks there it's just a matter of getting them all fired up again and you know, thanks to to Biden and the current administration, they're doing a great job of doing just that. They're the best promoters that this has. Now, <clears throat> what's interesting is you got to have two thirds of the states to apply, so that number is thirty four states with Nebraska and Wisconsin. That gives us seventeen right now that are on the books. Tomorrow, you could they they could go, but like I say, there's there's plenty of them out there that yeah, we'll jump back on this bandwagon as soon as we can see that everybody right. wants to do it. Now, what's interesting is this kind of an assembly, like I say, has never been called before, it's, it's, and it's getting this new push, and you can find both liberals and conservatives who think it's a terrible idea. You can also find people on both sides who see it as the best solution to fix the problem without having to take up arms, okay? But there are some huge problems, and I'll just share them with you, okay? The document itself this Article 5, gives no indication about how to call for or run a constitutional convention. doesn't say, you know, it just says you can do it, folks. And they are left it up to the states to decide how. Now, Congress in the past has periodically tried to fill those details in, but they couldn't agree on anything. You know, they can't agree on where to go to lunch, or <laughs> things, you know, so right. go figure. And that was between 1973 and 92. Now, so what does it mean? It means there are a ton of questions. Okay, can the state's convention calls expire? Okay, uh, some are decades old. How similar does their wording have to be? You know, some of them would say we want a zero-based budget, and the other one says we we want to uh, budget restrictions. Well, they don't say the exact same thing. So you know how how Congress and everybody are. It's got to say the exact same thing to make it work. So this, they'd have to get together somehow and make the amendment worded exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, should a- applications that uh, call for limiting the federal budget and setting term limits be counted ones that call just for a ba- balanced budget? In other words, can it be one amendment with all of it in there, like ragu, or do you turn around and just say each one has to be separate? Right? Like ragu. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's in there. <laughs> now, uh, <clears throat> what would the composition of the convention be? I mean, who goes? I mean, who, who, who would even attend this thing? Uh, does every state get one vote? Or do you divide it up based on population, uh, you know, like the Electoral College? That would be another issue, you know. So how, how, does, that, how does that work? Um, how do you choose the delegates? Would it be an election, an appointment, a lottery? We don't know. Would the convention be obliged to produce an amendment on a single issue or a set of issues, like I say? Or would it be free to rewrite the country's constitution as it saw fit? And think about this. Once you open that up, now you get into things like we want to add an amendment on same-sex marriage right. or <clears throat> clarifying the Second Amendment, you know. Uh, you can have any kind of gun you want. You can have a tank if you want it, or you, you can't. The <laughs> you know, you know, best you can have is a slingshot, right? right. Uh, vaccine mandates, immigration control, crime control, uh, critical race theory in schools. I mean, when you, when you open it up, bear in mind that it's wide open. You know, Any ideas? Can you imagine what that would be like? It'd be, it'd be crazy, right? So <clears throat> who gets to answer the questions and set the rules on all this thing? You know? And who, who tells a convention what they can and can't do? Is there somebody going to kind of head this thing up? How would it work? Uh, it, it's, it's something of a mess. And then let's throw the big twist in it. Can you imagine if you, you want to do an amendment that opens up, let's say, the issue of guns? All right, Can you imagine the lobbying being involved? You know, when you get the lobbyists there, think how much money is going to start being sprinkled on the can- <laughs> on, on the people that are, you know, we would really like for you to, uh, you know, pass something uh, to deal with alcohol or something that, you know, h- any big issue. You know, uh, can you imagine, you know, uh, on the critical race theory, the uh, uh, education uh, uh, with the uh, unions, you know, the teachers unions, they, you know, all of them would be there. And all of them will be peddling their influence to try and make an amendment that would fit their narrative. It'd be scary, wouldn't it yeah mind boggling yeah well yeah. And, and and this Go is ahead. where this is where Dr.
0: Schulte said we need to watch right. this is exactly what he was talking about because you've got you've even got people out there, and you mentioned this earlier off the air that consider the Constitution to be a living document, yes yes. And so uh, what do we just adjust it as we go, or do we leave it in stone? Or... Right. And so I, I think you would probably hear just about every conceivable idea under the, uh, under the sun right. with a lot of things that right. are going on right now. I mean, and, and then you start to get into that uh, issue that we are in now. Everybody's got a voice. Everybody must be heard, and if you exclude me or leave me out, you're this, exactly. You're that, exactly. Well, that sounds kind of racist, right? Uh, or that sounds, uh, you know, uh, homophobic, right? You know, then and then we get into that whole
8: deal. Well, and 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 you're right. Uh, Marvin had a great great idea. He he actually came up with an amendment that basically reset the clock. It put us back. You know, let's go back to where what our founding fathers gave us originally, and everything. From there is, a, you know, null and void, like, right. so, like, you know, because it doesn't say anything about education and the rest of it. The thing that's that's kind of interesting, too, is bear in mind, when you open this up, you can change the structure of the government. I mean, w- you could literally say, OK, we want to be like British Parliament. And, you know, if you have a vote of no confidence, they can oust, you know, whoever from this party and put the other party. in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have uh, just look around the world. And how many times have we heard, oh, Sweden and Finland, they're doing it right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> No, but <laughs> that would open that up. You'd have people lobbying for that sort of thing. So, you know, the, the the founding fathers were brilliant in what they gave us. It's amazing that this thing has lasted as long as it has. And, I mean, it's it's a testament to just how much they thought this thing out and said, here's, you know, these are the guidelines to try and keep the, this government in check and keep it from getting too crazy. And they gave us this option. And, and like I say, I'm really kind of surprised that nobody's tried to pull this off yet. Mm-hmm. The problem we got right now, you know, they weren't planning on a technology age and the, the media campaigns and all the the big money involved, you know. If you pulled them from back then and plopped them down right now and say, fix this, they'd probably have a heart attack. They'd say, well, what have you done, you know? And I don't know that, that Marvin isn't right. The best thing to do is say, put it back the way we had it and let's start from there again Right. and then work our way forward.
0: Well, the thing about it, I mean, as far as wanting to do something, that seems to be figured out. You know, there's a lot of different people who want to do a lot of different things, but how to apply what it is we're talking about here and how to get it rolling, how to actually get people set up. I mean, there's a lot of things to me that sound like
8: you need to get all that <clears throat> figured out before you get people together in the first place. And therein lies the problem. You know, if back when, in 1789, the states were used to running their own thing. If you asked people where you were from, the first thing you said was from Missouri or you'd say from from Tennessee or from Kentucky. You didn't say, I'm from the United States. Uh-huh. You know, that, that, that was a thing. And they, they counted on their state representatives and their state legislature to really run their day-to- day-to-day lives. The federal government, you know, they were, that's something else. That's, that, that, federal government's there just simply, you know, for the purpose of coining money and running a post office and then dealing with foreign affairs. The the day-to-day lives of the individuals, they counted on their states. The problem we have today is I don't know that we have enough confidence in our states to pull something like this off because the bureaucracy is every bit as screwed up at the state level as it is at the federal level. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, like I say, you know, we kid about the feds can't even decide where to go to lunch. You know, go up and sit in on a legislative, uh, you know, session in any of these states right now and listen to them. I mean, it's it's like, and they're striving to get to be the federal level, you know, and so that's the problem. We need some level-headed people at the state level in each state to sit down and say, look, let's try and get something done instead of just having an eternal debate and spending money.
0: This is the second time that they've had to hold up on redistricting on the maps. Yes, map.
8: yes, exactly. So that's a great example, KB, is if you can't get something like that done, can you imagine opening up the Constitution and say, what kind of government do you think we ought to have? And what do we ought to, what, ought to, what should we really do about education?
0: Well, and then I wonder about things like, uh, you know, we can't quite come to an agreement. Uh, you know, people start compromising. Right. And then do you really get what you want out of the deal? Or have you opened a can of worms, and now you've got something completely and totally different? And, and I tell you, no pun intended, but they will be
8: gunning for the Second Amendment. Oh, absolutely. Big time. Absolutely. Big time. Yep, yep. You know, and, you know, think about opening up that whole can of worms with uh, with uh, freedom of speech right now. Yes. Uh, think about things like uh, search and seizure with what we have now with the NSA and everything and, you know, your phones and everything. I, I mean, it, it just, every one of the issues that you could bring up uh, is going to create just a huge debate. Right. and And therein lies the biggest problem. I, you know, is trying to figure out you know i i'm a i'm i guess my my biggest thing is i'm in favor of this not because i think they'll get something done they won't i really I'll, I'll go out go ahead and say that they if they call for a convention of states they'll never get it done because of the very bureaucracy that's that's crippled the federal government but what they will do and this is why i'm in favor of it is it shows that there'd be 34 states are saying you guys are screwing up And we'll take it to this first level Mm -hmm. and tell you all the things that you're doing wrong. (laughs) Now, fix it or else. I mean, I, I see it as an interim step, you know, as opposed to where we were in 1860 where people said, grab your gun and meet me on the hill. I think it's an interim step to basically bring up all the issues to the federal government and say, you've got over three quarters of your states are not agreeing with you. Get your act together or else. And that's what I like about
0: it. You look at this also from the standpoint of, of you said that you know, people like Pelosi and then will have to sit on their hands. They'll be using their influence left and right oh, to get a foot in the door somewhere.
8: Absolutely. absolutely. And, and the
0: media will run with it as well. Sure. And that's the problem. Yeah. You know. Because as usual, people won't do their research. They'll rely on the media to be their guide.
8: Yeah. Well, and, and there again, you know, there's another one. Throw that out there. Let's let's talk about freedom of the press. Can you imagine uh, the lobbying that would take place by Google and Facebook and the rest of them to get what they want in an amendment like that? You know, I, I mean, it would be, you know, the FCC, all of it. Yeah. You know, it would be in any one item you can see where it would just get twisted around the axle and understand that whatever those guys decide becomes law. So that would be... Uh, I mean, you talk about some heated debates, you know. It would uh, it would be uh, kind of like uh, the days when uh, uh, the former Yugoslavia was made up of Croatia and Serbia and Bosnia and Slovenia. Uh, the Serbs got in there and decided, by God, we're just going to set the government up the way we want it. And what happened is that a Croatian by the name of Stephen Radic, you know, he watched them. They were, they were passing these things, and he said, the heck with this. And he walked in and... Shot the head of the Serbian Congress, you know. Said, yeah, now you know I have something to say. You know, you could see where it, you know it gets so heated that it just all fall apart very quickly.
0: Slobodan Milosevic.
8: Yes, there was another another great player in that whole fiasco yeah. there. You know, and I mean it's it is it's it's fascinating when you when you we have a tendency to, we've always had our government, and we can't even grasp the concept of. The rest of the world all has their form of government, and you're going to have people stepping in there and saying, "Well, this works. This doesn't work." And like I say, how many times have we heard uh, Pelosi and, and Biden and them say, "Well, look how well things are working in Sweden and Norway."
0: Then go live uh, over there,
8: right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, but they're not talking about what they're paying in taxes, and and you know, you're not interviewing the actual people that are living there at the time. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the problem. You know, I guess the grass is always greener on uh, on the other side but you know i think it's fascinating to sit here right now watching uh what's happening in canada that poor guy up there is getting eaten alive you know and i mean everybody go oh, canada's got the perfect system it really i yeah. don't think so i you know it seems to be imploding on them as they speak and here you have all those different provinces you know I, however
0: i think they're in order to try and get things moving again yeah they're willing to make some concessions yeah yeah
8: and that's that's I think what I would like to see about a convention of states is if you could get three quarters of the states together and say, This right here is one of the major problems, the budget or something, and say, Fix it or else you know, and that's the thing. Because right now it's just you know, whoever happens to have a book at this time or, or pops up on the radio with okay. something, Oh, we'll we'll interview this guy and he's right, but nothing ever happens. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, if they just turn it over to you and you and I, you know, we could uh, we could solve this problem, right? Jim Coda. that's my friends kid me about that. Jim video. Coda. yeah, just form my own nation, and I'd I'd have some different ideas. I don't think we'd last very long, but well, it'd be fun while we were there. And,
0: and what's that? Uh, what's that portion of the United States that wants to start their own little country?
8: Uh, well, uh, ca- uh, Cascadia, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Cascadia. That those those all those that bunch in Oregon, Washington State. Uh, northern california even idaho they want to form the country of cascadia and i thought well, that'll be interesting you know and what are the taxes there well they got
0: they got kind of close to doing that when they had all the riots right and 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 that uh that portion of seattle that that area of the city of seattle right of they you know blocked themselves off from the rest of the state the rest of the world and we all see how that went.
8: Well, and, you know, uh, Marvin and I talked about this. Wasn't there a pimp? There, there was a pimp that was the leader of all that, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, and there again, you know, here's another one. You know, open up the 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 uh, Convention of States and say, well, we've decided four years isn't enough. We, we're we going to put the guy in for life, all right? Yeah. Or you could turn around and say six months. He gets six months to, to rule, and then we're going to change it again, you know. I mean, like I say, it's it's fascinating if you step back, wipe the slate clean, and say, okay, everybody, you're, you're bitching and complaining. What would be the perfect system? What would it be? You know, and wouldn't that be fascinating to sit down and try and you know tell me, draft me something better than what we have? That's that would be the trick. And it would wouldn't it be fascinating to hear all the harebrained ideas that people would come up with? Well, now to them, <clears throat> those sorts of things make sense. Sure absolutely absolutely like i say you you know with the the whole socialist movement with the utopian socialists you know they they thought everybody ought to live in a commune and you know smoke a little weed drink some wine everybody happy everybody <laughs> everybody works you know but you know if you don't feel like working today you don't do it you know i mean
0: pilgrims uh, went know. through that
8: well yeah you know i mean and and it is it's it's fascinating you know in that uh You had John Winthrop come into Massachusetts Bay, and everything was religious, you know, and you you had to be, you know, toe the line from a religious standpoint, and you had people peeking in everybody else's window to find out that make sure they weren't doing anything sinful that could bring down sin on all of us. So, you know, we've, we've experienced a lot of different forms of government ourselves, and I think one we came up with was pretty damn good, and it seems to you know, have worked fine until just recently when Mm -hmm. things have jumped the tracks. And it's all because of interpretation. Well, this is what they really meant. No, it isn't. No, it isn't.
0: It's like that old under the guise of safety. You know, we do things under the guise of safety. Right. And that's how we get things changed because we don't want people hurting themselves. We don't want people killing themselves. Right. You know, you weren't worried about me when I was being born back in the mid-60s and right. all the things and all the problems and all the issues. And come around now, I'm 56 years of age. And I it's so funny because I went to the store the other day. What did I buy? Uh, I bought a box of candy for my wife for Valentine's Day. Yeah. And she was feeling under the weather, so I got her some Alka-Seltzer Cold Plus. yeah I scanned the Cold Plus. I couldn't pay for my purchases because somebody from Walmart had to come over. And approve it. And approve the fact that I was buying it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I got talking to the lady. I, I, I said, does this ever bother you? She said, it bothers me all the time. <laughs> yeah. She's, I, she says, I can remember a time when it was okay for us to, you know, uh, hurt ourselves and learn from our mistakes and now we've got somebody running around behind us all the time, thinking that this is the best way to do things. Well, exactly. I got bad news for you. Hey, make sure you take some time to uh, join us tomorrow over on Lake TV. Myself, well, I say we're going to be filming tomorrow. Join us for the new show on Thursday, on Thursday at seven a.m., eleven p.m., uh, five p.m., and eleven p.m.